Welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie Coase. I have Joey Prohaska, and we are joined with Joey Hilton, bar manager, and Morgan Wagner, owner of The Trapdoor Speakeasy in Clare, Michigan. What is going on, y'all? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> um, currently, we're set up in the private room. Is that what it's called here? Yeah. yeah. And it is pretty dope. Joey's going to us to like a little bit of the tour here. And this yeah. also, this table we're sitting around sits, I would say, eight comfortably, but it also turns into a poker table, as well as you have a fireplace. You have your own uh, surround sound and speaker, aux, and you also got a couple of TVs. So the entire layout of this place is really cool, and I love the aesthetic. So yeah. thanks yeah. for having Thank us, guys. You. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So what was the inspiration between behind having like a private room like this and having like who designed it and how did everything come to fruition? So we wanted a place for people to just be able to hang out, kind of be more private um, business meetings or even... Uh, we do weddings upstairs, and a lot of times they're looking for a space to host a bachelor bachelorette party. So that was kind of the thought behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kind of turned more into just like private parties that wanted to come in and rent out the room. They didn't. We don't take reservations at all, so um, they would yeah, they'll true. they'll do that just to get a reservation. They'll have a group of like six or eight and just rent out the room, just because then they have a set time and date that they can be here, and it's no worries. They get the private room, private bathroom, everything. So true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's good a great point. vibe. But even like walking in from like the top up there, you have to like go down like a flight of stairs. Yeah. And you yeah. see a sign that's just like "Speak Easier." Yeah. 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 yeah, right. So it's got the entire vibe, and then obviously walking in, you see like the mule cups behind the bar. You see like the entire yeah. bar, and then um, off to the right, you guys have like the individual sections for like you know seating. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's pretty cool. Who uh, who came up with like the interior design for this place? Um, I did. Oh really? Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, it just kind of it, it worked out when we um. So we first had the the restaurant, and then we opened the venue, and then this space was just storage down here. Um, but we started ripping like the plaster off the wall, and when I saw the rock. I was like, "Okay, we gotta, we have to do, <laughs> we have to do something." Um, and yeah, the speakeasy vibe just totally went with the feel that was down here, just naturally uh, before we even started doing any work. Um, but yeah, then. The whole like booth setting was just one day I was like, okay, it's getting closer. Like I have to figure something out. (laughs) So how can we fit the most people in here and kind of keep it intimate still? Uh, So the curtain idea was just kind of like, it gives each person a little bit of privacy. Not so much so that it's like weird, but it's nice too because you do feel kind of like a private space when you sit there. Yeah, it was really cool. Like when I came in for my interview, it wasn't nearly as set up. So it's so cool seeing it like progress and you know get like cooler every time yeah we like figured out we should do the the little curtains in between just so yeah a little more private and then we have those three um like couch sections for people so those are for kind of like bigger groups like six to eight um so yeah it's really cool seeing it all get set up and all come come together together. yeah Yeah. right so how long have you guys been in operation um this is our seventh week right yeah Yep, this is week seven. Mm-hmm. Since, so since Memorial you've been Day. here from the beginning then? Since yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. even before. I would say, yeah, I got hired um, probably like a month or two before, yep. I, I would say. Yeah, and then just kind of tried to help out, do what I could, you know? Yeah. Okay. For sure, yeah. yeah. And then I just want to say, like, too, the uh, like the atmosphere and the aesthetic, it's, it's it all meshes together from, like, the external and then inside. Yeah, Once you come yeah. inside, it's like, all right, well, it's definitely a vibe where it's a small knit like group of people you can have like your own individual sections but then also you can like collaborate or just yeah. be as free right. as you want and so yeah. yeah this is definitely one of the coolest places that I think we've been to Aww, that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's really cool yeah for sure and then you mentioned like the upstairs what yeah. is that so that's a wedding venue okay so like the top level they 
actually get married. Mm-hmm. Um, so ceremony. Then they come down to the middle level, which is ground level, and then that's reception. So um, they, they're, they're up there right now, actually. We've done a wedding every weekend, um, almost every weekend this year. Um, and then we have, I think, 28 weddings uh, left this weekend. And then oh, next wow. to that is our restaurant. So we own the 505 Cafe. And then above that is our suites. So like the wedding this weekend, they rent that out. They come in on Friday, spend the night there, which is cool because they were down here yeah, I was with us last, last night. night yeah. um, okay. mm-hmm. So they came down and drank and then they go back up and stay in their suites. Okay. But uh, awesome. And then the honeymoon there tonight too, like upstairs, which is fun. Oh, so yeah. it's literally all attached. Yeah, and it's like even through the back and through the, the basement, it's all connected. So yeah, everything is connected one, one way or another. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So this is like the 505? Uh, yep. Okay. So the 500 district 500 is what we call it. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. so like all of it encompassed together. So you got, you got rooms, you got a venue, you got yep. a speakeasy, you got everything <laughs> you could ever need. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want them to leave. No. <laughs> they come like... We want to have everything. Here, exactly. Right? Oh, I don't see any reason why you'd have to. Yeah, that's right. What I mean. uh, that was cool. I've never heard of an ecosystem that had, like, both, you know, the yeah. the lodging part of it as well as, like, a venue and then somewhere to, like, party yeah. afterwards. Unless it's, like, obviously a massive resort or, yes. like, yeah, yeah exactly. or resort or something. It's cool, too, because it's downtown. Um, like, a lot of the venues that we compete with are out, like, in the country. But you have to park your car there and like come like it's just a lot to work with here you're right in the city you don't have to move very far you can go stay at the doherty and it's kind of fun oh yeah yeah so i guess i mean i don't know i had a question lined up but i just kind of lost it <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, so that's on me yeah. that's why we have a that's why we have a producer because like sometimes yes. you're like okay you said this i got that and then Yes. I didn't want to jump straight into it, but I did ask Joey before we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have a pretty incredible list for cocktails, and I was eyeing up the uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the bourbon berry mule. Yeah. So yes. Who who inspires these? You know the drink menus. I really. think that was the bourbon berry one. I yep, I made up, but um, we had a couple mixologists help us out with the menu, and then okay. a couple mm-hmm. liquor reps too, right? Yep, yep. Um, so it kind of was just a f- whole group of people, and then. Once we had a list of like probably like thirty drinks, um, we yeah. sat down and we like made them and we went over the best ones and what ones we thought were, were going to sell the best, um, and then that's how we created our menu. So oh, yeah. a little yeah. bit of research and development, yeah. 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 Call it. <laughs> testing out all the drinks, yeah, exactly. maybe crashing the sweet upstairs after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did a few. We did couple tastes a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean when it you're drinking fun. mules, I mean those can catch up to you pretty quick. Yeah. Right? from my experience, we uh, we actually make our own ginger beer too so okay. we have that in keg so that's on tap here so our meals are really popular so that's why we have like mm-hmm. eight or nine of them um just so we could have all different kinds and then mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of people will get those yeah oh hell yeah yeah we keg that's kind of fun <laughs> what is your guys favorite drink on the menu mine oh. is the cucumber martini Nice. Just because it's fresh, like muddled cucumber, uh-huh. which we're kind of been spoiled with Joey here because every like when he makes a um, mojito, he literally muddles it and then he shakes it and double strains it. So it's not like leaves just floating in there. It's like ground up in your drink. Yeah, so Brian. when we go other places and drink, I'm like, oh. like <laughs> they don't make it like Joey makes it. Like yeah. it's not nothing's ever as good. It's not fresh cucumber. Typically, it's like you know. Some like Flavored. cucumber liqueur yeah. or something, That's, yeah. I, I feel like I have that problem with old fashions a lot where people yeah. just put the whole orange in there instead of muddling yep. the inside and then putting the peel, and then you're just like, when you don't get it that way, I'm like, oh, oh man, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> 
that yeah. happens way too often where like, uh, yeah, you get yeah, a cocktail yeah. and like you get a duality between like you know a simple syrup or like a flavor that's mm-hmm. been infused and then yeah. you get like the alcohol afterwards whereas like if Joe is preparing you know you're getting one homogenous drink exactly right? yeah. exactly so, you're not too much bitters or anything yeah exactly yeah. you get that with old fashioned yep yeah. Honestly, that's probably my standard for like when I go somewhere new. I always got to get an old fashioned. Just like yep. you start there, and if it's you can decent, tell. yeah, exactly. Then you can <laughs> that's keep a good way to way gauge it. A lot of people do that actually. They're like, oh, I had one over, you know, wherever, and yep. they're like, yeah, this one's way better. Glad to hear, you know. <laughs> then they have sex, and I'm like, all right, let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rack them up. You know? yep. yeah. oh. That's awesome. Um, what would you guys recommend for anybody that just comes here for the first time? Is there like a standard drink you guys would recommend? I always ask what um, they're into. Like if they want something boozy, we have a couple options there. If we, they want something sweet, we have a couple options there. And then we have um, just kind of some spicy. like yeah, spicy random ones. The ginger beer. Um, well, I always offer or recommend mules just because we make our ginger beer and um, we have so many different kinds. So you can kind of pick any profile you want. There's sweet or there's you know any different liquor that that's in them. Um, but yeah, my, my favorite drink is the hot summer because yep. it's, um, it's a tequila and water or a watermelon jalapeno infused tequila. And then we muddle watermelon in there and then we have an option to make it spicier if they want it. So we can muddle more jalapenos in it. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I don't love spicy things, but it's like the flavors, it doesn't burn, but yeah. it can taste like. You can taste like the jalapeno, but it's not yeah. it's not spicy. Yeah, yeah. right. Because yeah. the watermelon really not like masks it, but it um it it goes well with it. It's like mm-hmm. a sweet and spicy type thing. So yeah, it's so good for food. Uh, probably steak bruschetta. Is oh like yeah, my all, our our charcuterie boards are really super cool too. Okay. We get all of our cheeses like imported, um, and all of our meats we slice fresh every day, which is kind of fun too. Um, but it's a pretty like impressive board it's a big a big board yeah yeah i would say so we have our we have a cheese board and then we have a meat board and then we have the everything board so um the everything board will just have obviously the cheese and the meat on it um and then there's like little garnish things with it Mm -hmm. um dried fruit and like some pickles olives um there's jam with it so like that so people really really enjoy that they love those yeah um, I love our firecracker shrimp. I get that like once a yeah. weekend. <laughs> like, literally all so it time. sounds like you guys have a pretty good like food menu on top of the drinks as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say it's like necessarily a dinner location yeah. or, yeah. you know, but it's very much like, um, small plates and yeah, the charcuterie kind of shareable stuff. I'll have groups of like six share one or two charcuterie boards right. and yep. they're full off of it, you know? So like it's like more of like a European vibe where it's like you have like five like family style like entrees that you could share, but then you also have like tapas dishes yes. that you could bring in and incorporate with right. your drinks. Exactly. Like, so yeah, I mean again. Yep. Ten out of ten, <laughs> ten, out of ten vibes here. <laughs> no doubt. I love but, it. Yes, yeah, I've, I've been to a few speakeasies where they're like, yeah, we have like potato chips and yeah. something like yeah. that, and it's popcorn, popcorn. Yes. And it's like, okay, I'm not saying those things are bad, but right, it's, right. it's nice to be able to like when you're hungry, you know, you're drinking, you have a few drinks, and you, you're like, I want something of some sort of substance, yeah. not just a, you know, yeah. potato chips. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. I think our food pairs really well with our drinks too because it's kind of like on the fancier end Um, it's nothing it's not like too outrageously priced either Mm -hmm. Um, but it definitely like it it goes well with our drinks I would say definitely so I mean along the same lines were you guys curating your guys' like finalized dish menu along the same timeline in which you were doing like the cocktails yep yeah yep yeah it was just a few weeks before we opened that we actually finalized stuff and you know got it all prepared 
Um, and tried everything. Mm-hmm. We had to make every yeah. We, oh darn! We really, yeah. <laughs> we really had to. We really had to try to perfect it all because we wanted it to be good when we first opened. So yeah, we had and lots of different continue. yeah, lots of different cheeses sent in, lots of different meats until we found the ones that we were like, okay, we actually want to keep these ones. All right. So what's your favorite cheese? Kind of off topic. But like <laughs> in our house, like we we get cheeses like Jesus. almost every day. I love it. So we bring in insightful questions. Oh so, yeah, of course. <laughs> so we have a blueberry. Um, that's cheese. my favorite it is so, so good we have a sage a derby sage cheese too that's like a little bit more mild but it's it's so good okay. yeah I was saying then there's like a sharp Asiago right yep. and um, the brie. brie yeah Yeah. so I would say it's a really wide good. range of, of the four cheeses and then the meats are the same there's pretty pretty well, wide range of it so mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And did you guys have, like, a soft opening where you invited people in before opening? We yeah, did, we yes. Did. That was really that fun. Was fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> we actually did it. Um, I've never, like, I've worked at a lot of different restaurants and stuff, but I've never done a soft opening like that where we did three different um, sessions. So mm-hmm. we invited three different groups of people. We did one from, like, 4 to 6, and then 6.30 to 8.30, and 9 to 11. And so, like, the first couple, we invited, like, our, you know, families and stuff like that. And then the last one was kind of, like, a younger crowd, um, more like a, a lot of my friends, friends and yeah. I was saying, yeah, our coworkers, friends and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it was really cool. And then we had comment cards so that everybody could write down comments and stuff and, nice. you know, figure that out. And we did that, like, three days before we actually, like, our grand opening. So, Which was close, but we learned a lot. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And we implemented a lot, like, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Getting, getting that initial, like, user feedback in yep. any oh, yeah. industry is always so important because you can think something's good, but until you, like, actually, you know, yep. test it out with yeah. 50 to 100 people, it's like, okay, this is when you really, like, understand, yep. you know, what people like and what they want to buy. Yep. Right? So. Yeah, we found out the fan favorites that yeah. we did. We were like, okay, we need to stock up on these things because we know this is what everyone's right. going to love. No. It, was, it was just funny because I thought, like, my intentions with the soft open was, like, oh, I'll we'll invite all of our friends and family and they'll just be really nice to us and, like, give us <laughs> presents. I'm like, I'm not, more joined. Yeah. Like, like, they're going like, to be honest. The yeah. It was, it was great. It, it was, was really it was really good. it was good to have feedback because they, they weren't offensive by any means, but they were just kind of like, yeah, you need to fix this. You yeah, know, they were on different for sure. And I was Which like, oh dang, okay, <laughs> that's better than them being like, oh, I love everything. Yeah, yeah. So people true. actually getting here and being like, why did the you heck? put this on the menu? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now yeah, and those people will come back now and they're like, oh, this is so much better. You know, yep. this is, oh, this for is sure. Great. So right. Yeah, it was really valuable. For sure, that's awesome. So what, what are your guys' favorite parts about um, running this speakeasy and then, like, the whole the business as a whole? My favorite part is having a place in Claire to, like, <laughs> want to bring people. Not that there's not places in Claire that we didn't, but, like, at night, we were driving to Midland or Mount Pleasant to entertain um, family and friends, and now it's, like, we have a cool place to, like, bring people and and kind of teach them a different culture mm-hmm. um, because our food and our drinks are nothing like Claire's ever seen before. Right. And so teaching them different kinds of vodkas and liquor, you know what I mean? Like we run some higher end stuff here. And so it's cool to be the ones to teach them. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We don't do um, any domestics here right now. And so a lot of people come down and they're asking for like a Bud Light or Miller Light. And I'm like, no, we don't have that. But like, I'm like, we have, you know, this light beer that's a craft beer and it, it's going to be pretty comparable and, you know, might even like it better. Right. So... I think my favorite part is making the cocktails. Yeah. I love it. It's so yeah. fun. And like, I don't know, I've never really, I've never had cocktails like this, um, 
intricate before I guess you know like most of the time it's just like a rum and coke or something and you know so here you you know you're mixing and shaking and muddling and rimming and everything so it's it's really cool doing all that yeah what's your favorite to make Uh, my favorite to make is probably like the proper whiskey sour we use proper 12 Irish whiskey um, and it's a little lazy but the reason why it's my favorite is because it's like three ingredients and yeah. you just put it in and it's like simple it's like two ounces three fourths three fourths and then you shake it up and you put a cherry on it and it's it's really good it's a great people drink it, yeah. I would say people love the drink and it's so easy to make and so there's like that one and then our berry bathtub gin um, we used a mixed berry um, infused gin so yeah we infused our gin and then the tequila um, for that hot summer but that that one's also really easy so I would say you just shake it strain it and it's very pretty and people drink. love yeah. like when you drop that one off it's in a coupe glass and so they're like yeah Whoa. it's, like, like, it's fun red. to watch yeah. them yeah like, it's a really pretty drink it's I so say. pretty and yeah people are just seeing like oh and then that that one's a little bit sweeter but it's got some lemon juice in it so it's got a little bit of like a sour kick to it and then yeah it's that one's really really good definitely oh, my favorite to drink yeah I know that one is so good yeah <laughs> super good uh, and Joey, do you do most of like the programming in terms of specials that are coming up on menus? Yes. Um, yes. So like I was saying earlier, um, we do a drink special every week. Mm-hmm. And so I try to create one every week. And I, like I was saying, I was tr- I try to do one that's pretty simple just so that when many people are ordering it, it's easy right. to make and make a lot at a time. Like a lot of times we'll have a table of four or five that will all get a drink special. So I try to make it easier like that. Um, profitable, obviously, as it's a special. And then... Coming up pretty soon here, we're gonna have a fall menu or once nice. yeah, once fall happens, so we're gonna have to work together and make, yeah. make a fall menu with different types of you know, cinnamon drinks, apple cider drinks, so like pumpkin, stuff like that, just to bring out fall stuff. Um Yeah. I was saying that winter, spring, we're gonna try I think every season yeah. probably every we'll season we'll have do like something. Um, which will be fun. I mean we'll get to create new drinks and utilize the stuff that we already have and implement it into different things. So that'll be really fun. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it's like you. Well, one person gets a drink; it's kind of contagious, right? Like, yep. What do they got? Yeah. Like, oh, that's <laughs> pretty good. Like, yeah. How, how do I get one of those? Yeah. Exactly. So, that's oh, exactly what happened. The Fourth of July one that he made was so good. Oh, yeah. It was red yeah. one. He put pop rocks around the edge. Oh, okay. And um, so once one of those would go, everybody's like, "You want that oh, one?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. okay. It tasted like a bomb pop too. It was so. It was so good. What was in that other than the? Um, so it was, uh, blue ra- awesome. yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it was so cool. It was blue raspberry vodka and then lemon juice, simple syrup, and then some orange liqueur in there. Um, and then I don't, I don't think we shook it. I think we just built it in the glass and then, um, yeah, I would put whipped cream on the top of it, which is kind of weird for like a, like a cocktail, but it, it honestly worked really well. Just add a little bit of creaminess to it. And then, yeah, I would sprinkle Pop Rocks um, on the top of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had a whole red, white, and blue vibe going on. And well, we sold so cool. many of those. Yeah, we, <laughs> had, like, we had, like, five or crazy. six bottles of the um, of the blue raspberry vodka. And we sold out of, like, five of them. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. we, we sold so many. Yeah. So, so 4th of July was pretty good here? Um, it was, it was hit or miss, you know, it was, it was decent. Yeah. I, this weekend so far has been a lot busier. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people since Claire is so close to like, um, up North and, but, um, just like lakes and stuff around here, I think a lot of people were out of town, but we still, we still had a pretty, yeah. we had a wedding up there on Saturday. I, I yep. think it's Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Yep, we did. And I would say, so a lot of them came down and that was super fun. Yeah. My, uh, my family has a cabin in Holland Lake, so I, I stopped, we stopped here like a decent amount, like on our way up there. So that's like the resemblance I had of like Claire. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But always a good time. Yeah, absolutely. 
And you had mentioned in your uh, soft opening that you guys had different groups test like yeah. test groups, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, typically for like Claire and being between you know Midland and Mount Pleasant, what is yeah. the normal like demographic that you would see on like a Thursday or Friday night? It is so random because <laughs> like literally from so we open at five and from probably like five to nine, it's a little bit like of an older crew, kind of more like relaxed and. Just more settled Classy. down. Yeah. People trying, come really dressed up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Trying to come in, have, you know, one or two nice cocktails, maybe a charcuterie board, maybe Some a bottle of wine or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, right. And then it's like after nine, it's like, <laughs> literally, it, it's like a flip of a switch. Like yeah, after nine, changes. it's it's just different. It's like a whole different crew. It's like the, the people that are going out, they're going on their little bar crawl in the town and you know, they're getting kind of drunk. <laughs> like, oh, this is great. Like, yes. You know, but... We changed the music. Mm-hmm. And, um... I'm going to say we try to do a little bit more, like, upbeat stuff at night, but yeah. we're still working on music a little bit, but yeah. it's going it's going well so far, so... Yeah, we were trying to predict, like, okay, what's going to be our crowd? Like, what... That, it was... Yeah. We were, like, the whole time we are designing, and we still don't know. We're yeah. still, like... <laughs> I don't Still know right. what our... It just depends on the right. time and the day and what's going on in town and... It's really cool, though, because a lot of people, I mean, we, we always, I mean, just bartending, you talk to your people and... Right. So I'm like, oh, hey, you know, where are you from and stuff? And they'll always say, um, it, like, not a lot of people are actually from Claire yeah. that come here. It's like Mount Pleasant or Bay City or Midland or even, yeah. like, I've had people from Lansing. Last night, we had people in here from Monroe, and I was like, oh, I know where that is. I'm like, it's kind of far. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, yeah. Geez, you know, yeah, we had to make it out here. We, we just wanted to see it. I'm like, that's awesome, you know, having yeah, people from all over really come cool. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm from 15, 20 minutes north of Monroe. Okay, so like, yeah. I'm wow. very familiar with the area, you know, pretty south of Detroit. Yeah. But yeah. That's a hike. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Is. Well, and that's what I said, because I was, me and Joey were both from Tecumseh, okay. and I was like, yeah, you know, I know I know where Monroe is, and I told them that, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, there's nothing like this around here or around there. There's yeah. nothing, you know? And I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as, like, even, um, like, speakeasy type places in Toledo, because that's where we're both living right now, like, there's really not like a place like this in Toledo there's a few they're getting to the point where there's some like upscale modern type bars yeah but like absolutely. no like you know speakeasy type of yeah. like establishments and we've been to every bar <laughs> <laughs> every bar you know in the Toledo and the surrounding area for the sake of podcasting of course yeah, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> you research too. Yeah, that's too. what we call it too so. that's uh, awesome do you guys have any like interesting stories from anybody you've seen yet? Because usually we get some like crazy ones. I know, I know, it's only been two months, but yeah, you never know. I would say that nine to midnight crowd. Right. Just, I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on. Obviously, in a bar setting, like people get wild, people get kind of crazy. I think like the most I've really had to crack down on people. Like we have, we sell cigars here, and it's for outside smoking. So people have bought cigars before and. One time, somebody's sitting in, like, the back corner, and, you know, it's all the way over there, and one of our servicemen, he's like, dude, they're literally smoking back there, and I'm like, oh, hell no. (laughs) I had already told him, you know, no smoking. After Joey had literally told, like, you cannot smoke these in here. She's like, okay, yeah. He's like, she's back there smoking. I was like, I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, busting kneecaps. I go back there all hot and heavy, and I'm like, you cannot be doing that. And this lady, she's literally, like, hitting it, and she, she sees me coming, she puts it by her leg, and it's like blowing smoke out and trying to hide it and I'm like I can see the smoke coming out of your mouth and coming from your like I can smell it I can see it you need to put that out right now it's yeah. a cigar it's not like a, a, exactly. a Marvel 27 or something right. like, I'm like come on now like so I would say that I mean we've had a couple of people that were you know had obviously not 
gotten drunk here, but been other places and yeah. came back drunk and yep. kind of had to watch them. You always have to take care of yourself and, yep. you know, I was always just offering water and, no, sorry, I'm not giving you another drink right now, maybe in 30 <laughs> minutes. But, like, drink this glass and we'll see. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but nothing, nothing too, too crazy has happened. Yeah. Just yet. <laughs> well, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. Right. So, so going back to like the opening a little bit, um, how much time did it take to like get the logistics behind it and get everything ready to actually open the place? It took hours. Yeah, like construction wise. Like, I wish we had pictures to show you before. You would not even believe. Like, yeah. Every we soundproof the ceilings. We ripped everything apart. I mean, it was everything had to be redone. There was no windows. We had to put all the windows in. Outside, we we put it was under construction for probably two years, but not with this. I, we knew we were going to do something. We just weren't one hundred percent sure yet. Right. Um. So tons of construction. This finished. This room was like the last thing to be done, and it was done like three days before we opened. Yeah, right. So we were pushing it. Yeah. To the ex- we just got our AC units and heat put in like this week. Right. They put mini splits through the whole thing. So. Um, but we were like, we can't wait. We didn't want to miss out on the summer crowd. So we were like, yeah. okay, let's just open. Right. Um, and it, well, I would say it went well, but, um, yeah, logistically probably like 15, a solid 15 weeks, I would say of just yeah. meeting with reps and figuring out menus and ordering stuff. In. I would say, yeah, probably for like, I don't even know, maybe like a month before we opened. Um, I was here like every day pretty much, or at least trying to be here every day just for a few hours, you know, trying to figure out, yeah, menu stuff and we have a guy who helps us out with bourbon, so we met with him a couple different times and trying to figure out what we were going to have and trying to f- just finalize everything, but it took a while. We learned and, a lot, yeah. too, like, in the in the first... I was saying... We didn't know much about bourbons, and now we're, like, Blanton's and all this stuff. Yeah, like, we had no idea, and now we're like, whoa. Going going off that, what is your... Uh, what are both your favorite types of bourbon? Oof. All right. I'm, I'm bad at this one <laughs> because I have, like, a cheap... <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Maker's Mark is my absolute yeah. favorite. <laughs> no, we have a really good one called um, Angel's Envy. Uh, okay, yeah. I would say so. That one's really, it's really good, really popular. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think. He gave us one that was so 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 it was, like, good. Smoky. I remember in that tasting. I mean, I like Screwball, but that's not like right, that is right. not. <laughs> that was that's like, like, like peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, they're yeah. like that is <laughs> not. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. I mean, he brought like. 10 different bottles and was just pouring us all a little taste of it and he was teaching us how to taste it oh blow the alcohol off he taught us you know if you yeah. blow on the glass and blow the alcohol off it's not as much of a bite and you actually get the flavor and swish it around in your mouth yeah, first. for like five seconds or yeah. something and then cleanse your palate yeah, just just wild stuff that i never even had known or thought of before and yeah. he's like yes this is how you do it you know yeah so, and you actually do start to appreciate it a little bit more yeah. when you understand it I'm yep. like, okay, I get why people are paying twenty three dollars for a shot, right. and like, yep. now I kind of understand. But we we've kind of had the same experience doing the podcast. We've gotten sent probably twenty different types of bourbons, and before, like two years ago, when we started, I'm like, I mean, I drank it every now and yeah, then. Like, yeah. my family liked it a lot, but I never really, really tried it, tried it. But then after like trying so many, doing like live yeah. tastings and stuff, it's like, okay, like this is what makes this one better. Like, yeah. 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 I start really, to understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand why this is a hundred dollars a bottle and it's like, Oh shit, this tastes good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was so bad on those. Like when we try trying for the first time, like give a review, I can never like articulate how it's, I'm feeling yes. about it because yes. it's just not like a concrete thing that like I can conceptualize in my head. Right. Yep. I'm just trying to explain it. I'm like, Oh, this is really good. And yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like sweet and it, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it goes down smooth. <laughs> it's yeah. like about the extent of my attitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no, we, we totally get that now. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. yeah, now when we go places, we were just in Austin last week, and I was flying bottles back because now I know like what to look for when we go to the stores and what's hard to get our hands on. So I would have never done that. No, I, I, I spent a solid day chasing around Wellers and Blanton's and all these brands that I know that people are going to want. One amazing one we've had yeah. that it's – so the guy we interviewed, he's been in the industry about 40 years, helped with um, like Wild Turkey, Jim Beam, and he was like an executive in like a bunch of like major bourbon companies. Yeah. And he bought this brand called Chicken Cock Whiskey out of Louisville, Kentucky. And it's probably about 75 to $80 for the basic bottle. But like for like that price range, it is like by far like the best wow. bottle I've that, ever had. So if you can get yeah, your hands on yeah. that, okay. like, people Keep might not know it. Yeah. People <laughs> might not know it, but once they like taste one sip, you'd be like, oh, this is like I get it now. Amazing. Yeah. Like hands down the best, best, like, because we got some, I believe they're straight whiskey and the rye. rye. Yep. Yeah. And the bourbon. Yep. So yeah. And for the price point, best like hands dark down. spirit. Like that's cool. Bar none. Yeah. Wow. It's yes. incredible. Well, it yeah. It's really, really free. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's. It's amazing. Yeah, sure. Absolutely would recommend. I mean, you guys wow. are still like still in your infancy a little yeah, bit here, so for sure. seven, seven weeks. Is yep. there anything you guys wish you would have known in terms of like growing pains before you started? Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, that's a, like a tough one. I wish I would have known how much people are willing to spend. Mm-hmm. Probably because we at first we kind of like lowballed it, thinking like, oh, maybe not in this area, but. People will pay for what they want, you yeah. know, and, it, yep. and we put out really good products, so people are willing to spend that much money, um, and I wish, I mean, like, our, our prices are good, we, we figured yeah, that absolutely. out, but at first, you know, at first we were just kind of going through it all, trying to do our prices and stuff, and it's like, I wish I could have seen it and know what I know now, and go back before we even opened, just to tell us, like, no, go higher, you know what I mean, like, yeah. just keep yeah. going, like, you can you can sell it, you can do it. Or even right. 100 bottles of champagne that they're popping every weekend, it's like, mm-hmm. in Claire. I never yeah. thought people would buy a hundred dollar bottle of champagne, but like it's they are. Yeah. And yeah. Keeps going. Um we uh we have a lot of beers right now, so we have like forty different bottled beers, uh bottle and cans, and then we have three on draft. Um and they're all pretty much craft stuff. I wish I would have known, you know, what was selling and what's not selling and right. maybe just to kinda kinda condense it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. which I mean we're gonna work on obviously still like you yeah. said, we're still a little young, so um, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, we we have some that are selling out like crazy that I'm ordering every week, and then we have some that we still have like the first box, you yep. know. So yeah, but it's good to have options. So um, right. I'm like, it's good. I mean, we've sold at least one of everything, so it's not that it's not selling. It's just not selling as frequently as other ones. So yeah, gotcha. for sure. Are you are you guys close with a lot of the other um, like bar and restaurant owners here in Claire? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, most of them. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Claire has a lot of bars, but they were they were really excited actually to have us come in just because it's just another stepping stone. Normally, when people are drinking, they don't sit down in one place and drink no. the whole time. No, they drink right. at multiple exactly. places. So. And so we've brought a lot of people to town that have their first drink, and then they go to their bars, and they probably wouldn't have came to the town. Yeah. Other. No, that's so true. Like we are the first stepping stone. They get a nice drink, and then after that, they're just trying to get drunk, so they're going everywhere else for cheap drinks. For the two dollar exactly. And so I feel like we have made, when people come to town for the weddings too, I mean, we bring an extra 300 people to town every weekend and they're staying in the Doherty and they're going to all the bars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that they were happy to have us, but yeah, we do have a pretty good connection with all of them. 
Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I would say I don't know Claire very well. Um, I honestly had driven through like maybe one time before yeah. I got my job here. Then I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this was here. Really. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I knew it, but I didn't know. And so I would say I've gone to a few places around here and um, I've always introduced myself and they're always, you know, really nice to me, really cool. So mm-hmm. I think that they, I think they're glad we're here. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so. yeah. Morgan, are you originally from, like, this yeah. area? Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So you've, you've seen it evolve a bit? Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and there's actually talks of um, a big hospital coming in. Ooh. If that happens, Claire's going to take yeah, off. Claire yeah. has no idea what's coming, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, we're, wow, yeah, we're excited about that. Everything will go up. Right. Um, awesome. And my husband's a travel nurse, so he's pretty, he's like, fingers crossed that that hospital comes here. But it, they've been working on it for a while now. So okay. if that does happen, that would be, That'd be awesome. massive for. Do you know what health organization it is? I think Mid, Mid Michigan. Mid Michigan? Okay. Yeah, cool. I believe so. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. So, what's one piece of advice you guys would give to somebody that was like opening up a new establishment in Claire or anywhere in the United States? Be prepared to work well over a hundred hours a week, like no joke. We, I was here till at least one o'clock every night, and then we'd be back by eight every morning, like no problem. Yeah, you guys were going crazy. Yeah, it was <laughs> ridiculous. We should have just hours. slept here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And this looks like there's room for a bed somewhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know, take the risk and do it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe before you have kids too, because that, like, when I started the restaurant, I didn't have any kids. But now that I do, it's everything's a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I would probably just say also. Um, like take everything that people say with like a grain of salt like don't take everything so literally because everybody has a different opinion and everybody like you can't please everybody and obviously take what you know people say into consideration but don't necessarily implement something just because it was said one time one single person said it yeah and then then it's like oh you freak out and you think oh my god you know we suck and it's like no like that person was just having a bad day yep I think that's a really good piece (laughs) of advice Joey no I I agree 100% because so we're we're uh, partners in a software company and we have some clients which this will probably get deleted um, we have some <laughs> yeah, we have some yeah, clients if you're editing this just please please delete um, but we have the same thing like uh, one of our clients call us be like this one person had this one issue and this needs to be changed right now we're like okay let's hold your horses yes. first of all you know that costs about two grand to change yes. Yes. before you do anything second of all it was one person maybe yes. if you know 15, 20, 50 people have the issue we would love to change it but Absolutely. we need to right. just you know chill and chill for a second and figure some stuff out yep. so yeah that <laughs> you know is so <laughs> that is so that, yeah that is a great piece of advice mm. because yeah things that matter to some people probably don't matter to other people yep. and worry about pleasing the masses not exactly. the singular person yeah that's fine try to please everybody you please nobody it, exactly mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> he's always full of knowledge and knowledge. yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing that one. Oh, yeah <laughs> I got a bunch of them. Just let me know. <laughs> so if you guys weren't um, like eating here, what would be like one other like bar or restaurant you recommend um, for people visiting Claire? So really, they're all kind of known for their own thing. Okay. Um, Time Out Tavern's great for dinner. Uh, the Evening Post has a cool like outdoor area that you can eat at, which is yeah, which is really cool in mm-hmm. the summertime. 
They do like live music and stuff out there. Yeah. I was saying that's like right next door to us. They so. have a garage door, like a bunch of garage doors that open up and you can party out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruckles is like the town's, I'd say like go-to. Everybody goes there for food and mm-hmm. and drinks. And then we have the brewery, of course, that has, um, they brew all the beer. Yeah, Four Leaf is really cool. I would say I'm, I love beer, so I've gone over there a few different times. I and mean, they make really good stuff over there. They mm-hmm. have they have pretty pretty good food too. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I would say I love it over there, so... Yeah. That's probably what I would recommend, but that's just because I'm more of a beer guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, still early July. Do you guys have any plans for, I don't know, any events or holidays coming up? Um, The only thing that I was thinking was, so I don't remember what day it was. It might be in, like, I don't even know, maybe in December. I don't know. But whenever um, Prohibition ended, there was, like, oh, yeah. like whatever date that was, I was thinking we could do, like, some big party or something. Yeah. Especially if it was not on a weekend, we could also utilize the venue space upstairs um, just so we could have a huge, massive party about it. Oh, and, yeah. You know, do, like, a, like a speakeasy-style, like, 1920s, 30s I party. That, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. That would be really fun. That'd so I got to gotta research yeah. when that is. But yeah. December 5th. Yeah. December 5th. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that would be a nice little, like, pre-Christmas yeah. event. Yeah. That is cool, though, being, like, the whole speakeasy vibe. To like oh, yeah. you know, prohibition ends that day. Oh, yeah, we're right. I mean, I don't <laughs> oh my gosh, for sure. Crazy, yeah. So I think that could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know about any other events. I mean, we're still just we're just trying to get yeah. through every weekend. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, right. and also for the winter, which I just started looking into getting igloos. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I tried yeah. to get oh, them yeah. for the restaurant, but because it's a highway, we aren't allowed to do that. But with Fourth Street here, the city will let us do that. So. Yeah. Or just blocking off, like, um, parking lots, mm-hmm. uh, like, parking spots for people to dine outside. Yep. I need to start working on that for the winter time. Yeah, fall, too. I mean, I was yeah. saying, I, I love sitting outside in the fall. Absolutely. I'm on a patio, you know. It's not too cold yet, but it's not too hot to sit outside. You're not sweating or anything. Mm-hmm. And, Wear a jacket and some jeans and be comfortable out there. So yeah, we were just discussing. We're excited for fall. Oh my god, <laughs> we're so both excited. excited. <laughs> fall is a great season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the best season. Yep, sweater yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Right, right, right. exactly. Also, igloos just go over like hotcakes with just everybody. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. There's probably what four or five establishments in Toledo. In Toledo yeah. alone, and then I go to Cleveland a lot. Oh, and kind of um, a few yep. bars we've interviewed in like Pittsburgh, Philadelphia area. They um, they're yeah. allowed to like section off like side streets Dang. and put their igloos. Um, in Cleveland, most of them are, like, kind of on the edge of the street, but they're not really, like, in the street, yeah. in the street. And then Toledo's pretty much just, like, the whole patio. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of, like, what is sidewalk space there, so they're pretty yeah. much right on the sidewalk. But I've seen them done, like, every different way. But everywhere I've been, like, people be like, oh, 200 bucks for an igloo, like, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> yeah, and there's nowhere in Claire that has any yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Mount Pleasant, there's a few, but yep. there's only one place to go. I would say, so. yeah, there's really... Just Midori, I, kind of I believe. Of, I would say, um, and then, yeah, I think just Midori, maybe, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean. One of our goals. How is how has social media impacted your guys' opening? Have you guys been pretty viral on there, or? We are like, if that's kind of hard because so we post once a week for sure about um the drink special and we always get a lot of interactions with that. We get comments and shares like every time we post it, we usually get about like fifteen shares, which I mean isn't crazy, but. If you think oh, about so, how many, yeah. think about how, I mean, how many people are on each person's friends list and right. stuff. So mm-hmm. we get that, and then we'll get comments, and people will just tag their friends and comment, and then you'll see them commenting back and forth like, "Oh my god, when are we going? What are we doing?" <laughs> yeah. So I definitely it has think, been good. yeah, Pretty I definitely good. think people have seen us and comment. I mean, people have 
um, they'll ask about our previous, you know, three weeks ago, our drink special from that week. And I'm like, oh, that was three weeks ago, you yeah. know, but I'm like, here's this week's, but, yeah. um, I was just asking about social media. Oh yeah. yeah social yeah. media. Yeah. Our, our website just like literally just launched this portion of the 500 district. So we'll see if that okay, does yeah. anything for us too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, make sure to check out that check out that website. What is it? Five hundred district backslash trapdoor. Yep, I believe. Yep, okay, cool. exactly. And social media is just like the trapdoor trap speakeasy. Yep, okay. yep. the trapdoor. Cool. Yep. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, um, Facebook and Instagram for sure. Yeah, okay. I don't think we have a Twitter yet. No. And I want to start making TikToks actually. Yeah, um, just of like That's making fun. drinks. I'm like that because I love when I'm on TikTok and I see people making drinks. I'm like that is so yeah. fun. That's mm-hmm. so cool. So yeah. I would say we'll try to start doing that maybe. But absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely something that could go viral quick, too. Yeah, right. Definitely. So I see right now you guys are open 5 p.m. till midnight. Do you plan on uh, staying later or open later than that at any point? Or is that still like the state, like kind of like what's, what everyone's um, doing? We kind of discussed like nothing good happens after midnight. Yeah, right. Um, but maybe Full opening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe opening Wednesdays, Sundays, because we're only open three days a week right now. Right. So we thought about maybe expanding those. Before yeah. we hold open later, okay. I would say I'm kind of trying to get a, a consistent group of um, like clientele that are gonna come in every weekend or every whatever, and to where if we did open on um, you know Wednesdays and Sundays or something, that maybe those people would also come yeah. those mm-hmm. days. Um, right now, it's just a lot. I mean, we do have regulars even already. Um, we'll have people you know come in every weekend even, but. Um, as of right now, it's like a lot of just newbies almost. It's like, oh, I've never been here before. I've never been here. Never been here. So, um, I'm I'm trying to get like a more consistent group and kind of just like demographic too, because it's it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. You never know who's gonna be here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, once we figure that out, I can see us maybe. I don't know about after midnight, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. I feel like winter time. That can maybe be like a next summer type thing. Like yeah, you know, absolutely. like winter time, people aren't really out as late. Yeah, um, I feel like people also don't get as crazy during the winter. Sure, yeah, sure. Like the after midnight thing, it's like at the summer, like yeah, definitely nothing could oh, happen. Right. Yeah. So winter usually people are a little more tame. Like you can drink till you know twelve thirty one, and like yeah. still usually yeah. be good. <laughs> true, that's true. Yeah, I would say. I mean, we we gotta if we were gonna open later, we would have to make sure it'd be worth it too. Yeah. So right. Because I would say some nights, like, we're, there's nobody here at, like, 11.45. It's just, like, completely empty. And then, like, last night, I was here until, like, one thirty. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just, just with the customers, you know? And then finally, I'm like, all right, guys. It's about <laughs> yeah. that time. Last like, yeah. I'm like, I got to get my work yeah, done. Yeah, or when the weddings come down here, they're, like, yeah. they're already trashed anyway. So it's like, okay, here's one drink and, you know, because yeah. they're so drunk anyways. Yeah. Generally, do, do you have a lot of open bars at the weddings? Yeah. Yeah, that's generally. Yep. Always yeah, fun. Every nights. weekend, <laughs> every weekend we run a, we run a bar and. Okay. After that, fun. yeah, but like Joey gets a lot of people that don't like what they've chosen at the bar, so then they're coming down here yeah. because they don't like whatever bar they, or yeah, whatever. Well, uh, and then there's usually a break in between, mm-hmm. um, whatever, yep. yeah, for for like dinner or something like that, and so I'll have like every single weekend it's like notorious like okay around dinner time we're gonna have like five or six different people come down and. Just because they they want to drink continuously, you yeah. know, they yeah, want to yeah. wait an hour to get into beer. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so uh, so exactly. that's always cool. They'll, they'll, and they're it's cool because they're always really quick too. They'll come down, they will get their drink, they drink it real quick, and I'm like, all right, see you yep. later. <laughs> we'll come back okay. down after. Don't worry. Yep. Like, all right, sounds good. I'll see you then. Yeah. So, are there any um like open container policies like in Clare? Are you allowed to walk on the streets with any drinks or anything like that? 
I don't think so. Yeah, though. not right now. Yeah. I mean, they can take um, liquor to go if it's sealed. Okay. But. Yeah, and there's but, also um, there's also a staircase that leads from the bar upstairs. Okay. Um, so people are able to take a drink from. Yeah, like inside. Yeah. Are they able to take a drink from down here to up there? Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. Yep, they can. Gotcha. As long as you're not leaving the place, you're using. You're exactly. Using right. Okay. Yep. So Morgan, do you own any yes. other businesses other than the 500 district? Uh, no. Okay. So no, what are just what, those. what are all the businesses within the 500 ecosystem? So we have 505 Cafe, mm-hmm. um, the Trap Door, the Venue at 501, and then the Upper Room Suites. Cool. Yes. Nice. Yep. I was and, gonna ask about that. Yeah. And um, what did you do before you started opening all these places? Um, I ran a cleaning like company. Okay. And but I was only eighteen, and I opened that when I was nineteen. So I didn't do much. I just <laughs> went so you, high school. Yeah. So you, pretty much, so you pretty much been like an entrepreneur your whole life. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. I guess. What What do you What do you think you'd be doing if you weren't like owning and operating these businesses? Um. Can, can be a hard question. That is a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> Mar, my husband Mark is a travel nurse, and yeah. so we probably travel. Before, okay. um, before we had our baby, we went to Japan and we like traveled a ton. Okay. But since COVID and the baby, we haven't been traveling that much. So right. we probably travel and just he could make a bunch more money if he was traveling further. But I like it here too much, so <laughs> yeah. he only goes to like Flint and close places. To Within travel. like a few hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was your favorite place abroad that you've traveled? Uh, Tokyo. Okay. Tokyo, Japan. It was so cool. It was so much fun. We've actually heard that from a few different people. I was going to say, yeah, Japan seems to be a place people yeah. really enjoy. Have you guys had issues like filling some positions uh, here, being like where a lot of people Joey's done a good job actually in. keeping people down here. No. Yeah, I would say we have, a, we have a really good crew as of right now. Um, but like when we were first opening, it was super hard because. Um, we, I mean, we would put out ads and everything and people like we would get a few applications and then I had like probably three or four interviews that just never showed up or, you know, yeah, just ran stuff like they would set up a time and everything and then they just want to show up. And so I think it was like probably like a week until we were about to open and we didn't even have a full staff yet and we were kind of freaking out. I was yeah. like, how, like, what are we going to do? You know, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I can't do everything. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll try, but I really can't. So... But yeah, as of right now, we got a really good staff. We're probably going to start hiring. Um, I mean, I feel like businesses are always hiring. Yeah, now. People yeah. are always coming yeah. in and out. But we, yeah, we, uh, pretty much everybody that's here now has been here since the start. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, people want yeah. to be down here because it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the money's good, too. We need, so. Yeah, we need a lot of people okay. and all the other businesses. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> For sure. I mean, typically, like, the food and beverage industry has one of the highest turnovers. Yep. So yeah, just absolutely. Part yep. of the business, really, but yeah. it's yep. a pretty good job here. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. From the beginning, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's been good. Oh, yeah. So you have all these different um, restaurants within the 500 district. Do you, pl- or, well, uh, businesses, I yeah, yeah. not necessarily restaurants. Yeah. Um, do you plan on, I know, like, this place is open, but do you plan mm-hmm. on adding anything onto this as far as, like, another business goes? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell Joy, I'm like, okay, we're done. No, right. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, yeah like, this I don't want anymore. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. That's already so much, like, yeah. dealing with, yeah, venue, because the venue's every weekend, and then mm-hmm. the cafe is seven days a week, and then, you know, the bar's only the weekend, but it's, like, opposite hours from from the from the cafe, so it's... When that yeah. closes, this opens. Yeah. So. And... Oh, damn. But, yeah, the venue has been 
seriously, it's been a phenomenal year, partially because we didn't have a year last year. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's been so incredible. Uh, but it's every weekend, so... It's like you work, do your you stuff on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, we do then. everything during the week to prepare for our weekend, and we work really hard to start all over again the yeah. next... Um, yeah, the amount of times a wedding will get done and it'll be midnight and they're flipping tables for the you next know, day for the literally the next day because they have some random event like a like a baby shower yep. you know bridal shower or something like they are always busy up there yeah, there's so always something going on which has been really really good but yeah no more kind of a stressful <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah between the kid and you know yeah. having your kid and owning a few different places I mean I can only imagine the yeah. amount of time you spend like so if somebody sees you bring your baby to yeah. work like just don't say anything <laughs> exactly <laughs> no now he's everywhere so yeah. he can't okay. I'm like no you're staying home we're going to grow oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't even grab a meal exactly. or something off the table <laughs> oh yeah you could uh, destroy it in a minute he's so, so. funny <laughs> uh, Here's a pretty off the wall question, I guess, but like, yeah. if you guys are, you know, doing a little bit of research and development, you gotta, you gotta, gotta concise your your menu list, try them all out. Next morning, might might have one too many. What's what's the hangover recipe? <laughs> Ooh, the hangover recipe? Yeah. This is Joey's because. Yeah, I, I always try to drink a lot, a lot, a lot of water. Obviously, McDonald's Coke key. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then honestly, like yeah. bread, like I could eat so much bread. Carbs are my weakness. Like I eat bread all the time, but any type of bread, like I'll eat it and it, and that'll, that'll help. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of, uh, what is it? It's like the power, not power, but like power, P- not Pedialyte. Okay. It's like a, it's like a Gatorade type thing, but it's, it's thicker. It's like Pedialyte. Okay. Um, but they have a bunch of different flavors of those and I'll drink like one of those and I'll be all right. I'll go out again the next night. <laughs> yeah, but oh, God, hangovers are—they're getting harder as I get older, man. I know it's like we're—I'm only like, like, twenty-three, and I'm like, why do I feel eighty? <laughs> I feel that I'm like, how old am I? Like, yeah, it feels like I'm like thirty-five at this point. Yeah, yeah. for real. How about you, Morgan? I don't really yeah. have a hangover. Like, I just know now. I know my limits. Now. Yeah. Like okay. when I'm like getting drunk, I'm like, okay, this is enough. Time to chill. Yeah. yeah. It's time Sorry. to chill. I, I need to slow down. I used to just drink all night long. Between <laughs> two o'clock, I'm like, okay, where's my next yeah. drink? And I'm like, how like, did you learn that? Because I need. Yes. No. Like, <laughs> I, I know like now when to stop. Yeah. We were out at Torch last weekend and like. Torch light. Yeah, and I made it all day and all night, and I could have never done that before. Yeah. But I knew my limits and like. But Those I handle. weekends like that are so rough now because like two three years ago like Fourth of July weekend spring yeah. break all the college stuff you yeah. know you're like oh yeah three four days straight I'm good now I'm like four mm. hours into like Fourth of July I'm like guys I'm gonna go take a nap I'll see you in a few tired. hours like <laughs> like then you got like you know your fifty year old like uncle or something That's you're still, still chugging going along hard. and yeah. I'm like like what's wrong with you dude <laughs> it's so hard man. how do you keep up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how it changes over the yeah. years, for sure. Yep, that is so true. Uh, um, do you have any place like on the continental U.S. that you've been to in terms of travel that you'd recommend? Um, I don't know. I love like San Diego. Oh, yeah, so uh, can't beat that. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh-huh. San Diego, San Francisco. I love those. We did a lot of exploring there, like a lot of speakeasy bars because I wanted to get ideas. Okay. Yeah. Um, we went to Colorado and hit like Denver and all their speakeasy bars. That was super, super cool. But 
no, I'm probably out of the country is where I like to go. <laughs> Just to the different cultures yeah. and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Joe, any places that you've traveled? I'm not like a huge traveler. I'm, this sounds super lame, but like, as like last year sometime me and my brother went um just like to the up in michigan and we went to a bunch of different um like uh parks and everything and uh i would say we just hung out we went to michigan city did some fun stuff there i would say i like it up there it's kind of calm um it was like i think it was summertime um that's where like michigan tech is right yeah uh no no okay that's further north isn't it yeah that's further north okay yeah oh we didn't go that like crazy far i think we really drove like four hours maybe but maybe even not that far but that and then i mean i go to florida like at least once a year you know usually usually spring break and then i have i have some family down there so i'll go there or i just went to north carolina a few weeks ago that was super cool but it was during the gas shortage so i was scared i wasn't gonna get home (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was wild yeah i was like um i need to get back from work like we opened in less than a week yeah that was so crazy yeah i'm like we need to get back so yeah, I don't have that much money, so I'm not. I'm not oh my gosh. <laughs> this this is the furthest uh, Frankie's been in about three years. Oh my he, gosh! He likes he likes to stay within uh, within like an hour of oh yeah, yeah. within our, of our place. So very introverted. <laughs> I just cannot handle myself within society. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's an absolute menace. <laughs> oh my. Bet you love being on lockdown, man. Oh yeah, was <laughs> oh, yeah. he was like it was yeah. Oh god, it's too much for me. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I love I love traveling though, so we're like But I, also I do. why does everybody from Michigan travel to Florida? It's just that it's just like the go to. Yeah. I don't really know. It's what. always like Fort Lauderdale and Miami too. Like it's always around there. Even we went to um the west coast of Florida for the first two months of this year, Sarasota, and even there like I'd say twenty percent of the people you meet are from Michigan yeah. and the rest from like Ohio, Long Beach, New York. Like from like Michigan to like New York, I don't even know if I met anybody that's like, yeah, I'm from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> there was like one like bar, like local bar we went to where like everybody was. Other yeah. than that though, not just, one yep. person. Yeah. So it's just, it's wild. It's definitely like yeah, a tourist state, I would say. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. For sure. Travel state for sure. No doubt. So kind of going off the Frankie's question, like what's the most thrill seeking thing you guys have ever done? Like mm. as far as like, you know, like skydiving, Cliff diving. I'm not, not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. I'm not. I mean, I, I did like the cenote tour in Mexico one time, and okay. we had to jump. It was scary. I did not like that, but yeah, you like jump into the cenotes, which are like okay. Some of them have like things we scaled down into one, which okay. was cool. And jumped into oh, them. No way. It was an Yeah, it was. The look on Joey's face is priceless right now. Yeah. Like, Hell no! Like I'll like I'll go drink a meal at the bar. <laughs> not me, not me. Yeah, yeah. It was a full. I think we did it like six different cenotes. It was a full. After the first oh. one, I was like, oh, I don't want to do another one. I don't want to do another one. And then they drive you out to the next one. And you, okay, this one you're gonna do this and like zip line over it and yep. jump off or whatever. And I'm like. Okay, here we go. Like, I, I kind of feel like that's how it goes. After you get one, you're like, screw it. Like, I already yep, did one. I already did one. I gotta yeah. do it. Because I, I went to the zip lines in um, South, in like Hocking Hills in Ohio. Yeah. And like, those ones were like huge. They're like long. And the first one, I'm yeah. like, well, I don't know about this. After you get one, though, then they just keep getting bigger. It but is. you're like, whatever. I already did exactly. one. So I'm already up here. I already paid for it. Might as yep. well finish this shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we so. did one in San Francisco, like a zip line, not like mm-hmm. jumping into water, but just a full zip yep. line. 
It was so cool. Yeah. Well, there was a bird sitting on it while I was going down, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to hit the bird. Like, I don't know what to do. I can't stop right now. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, no, those ones were way better. The ones in Mexico, they're like, pull your hand down. Like, on the, like with you have a glove on. They want you to stop yourself. Yeah. I'm like... I don't know if you control myself when I'm in the No, right? no the, one, the ones I've met to, they always, like, stop you. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to yeah. worry. They're like, just, just don't yeah. do anything. Exactly. And line. Yeah. And some people do, like, flips and stuff on them. Oh, I'm like, okay, God, let's, let's calm down. Yes, yeah, for real. Especially when I'm going next. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of winding down the show here. I don't really have any, like, too many pointed yeah. questions. But, like, if you guys have any questions for us, feel free. So this is what you know exactly what episode. This is like your sixties. I want to say sixty-five or sixty-six. Yeah, I can double check sixties for sure. Okay, yeah. nice. Cool. That yep. is really cool. So, so we, you've been doing it for um, uh, November twenty nineteen. Yep. That's so awesome. we um, we started and then we released four episodes at once, and then we pretty much been releasing them every week um, since then. We haven't missed a week or anything. And most people, we kind of started local, but honestly, like through COVID and everything, we were doing a lot of remote ones, and we got a lot of good. Um, Got a lot of good people on from the United States. We tried to hit like every state, got a few um, from Canada and New Zealand and kind of like all over the world. And every every place we've been to have been awesome. And like so cool. everybody in this industry is like really good and like knowledgeable. That's so, really cool. That's, yeah, so it's yeah. bars exclusively or restaurants? Um, or? So I would say like food thing. Yeah. So we, we kind of directed as like we our ideal like person is like a exec in like the food and beverage industry. So anywhere from we've done food and beverage directors of like large, you know, hotels, restaurant chains. We've done breweries, distilleries, um, a few like food and beverage, like influencers in the space, like mixologists. Yeah. So like we, we don't really tailor it to like, hey, it's gotta be like bars or restaurants. Gotcha. Just pretty much like anybody in the, in the whole industry. Yeah. Yeah. One of the more iconic ones was Blind Pig in Ann Arbor. I love that, that place. Was because yeah. we were meeting with their like oh, talent, talent director. director. So was... like he just had obscene stories about like Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller, Eminem, oh, 24, so cool. 24K yeah. Golden, just anybody you could think of. Yeah. And, and he was like in a band when he was younger and stuff. Yeah. So like his stories yeah. were just like holy. <laughs> so like, that was one that was like a little bit like outside of like our normal scope, but then yeah. it's like, okay, it's actually turned out to be like one of the most the interesting ones. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, that's so cool. Crazy so stories. definitely we don't like try to limit it to like any any establishment uh, yeah. that like wants to, you know, be on the show, we try to like get them on. And Everyone's got a good story, so, I feel yeah. like. Exactly. Especially oh, in this for industry. Sure. For yeah. sure. So definitely. It's always and interesting. This is episode 65, by the way. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. sweet. Cool. Yeah. So it's been pretty cool. And like Joe said, we started off like local in like Northwest Ohio and Toledo. COVID, it was like, we started first releasing, I think in like March, 2020. Yeah, um, February, March. Yeah. Ish. And then COVID. It's then like, literally, right. yeah. I would say like, <laughs> it was like, well, it's well, not a great time. <laughs> the, the remote ones really aren't that bad because there's platforms now and it actually makes it easier for a producer because um, for the remote ones, one, generally it's like, okay, you know, a little silent background. So that's easy. And then on top of that, there's like two separate audio tracks. Where there is on this, but sometimes like you can get a little bit of overlap yeah. between you know different mics a tad bit, but it still makes it made it really easy for him to produce and it's easier to get people on sometimes. And when you're like, hey, you know, just hop on at this time for an yeah. hour and then you know you're good. Yeah, Do a Zoom call or something, right? Yeah. Zoom Zencaster, yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on the person, we try to stick to one platform, but there's a few people who are like, oh no, you know, I don't know how to access this. It's like okay, you know, we can transfer to Zoom then or whatever, yeah. no problem. So mm-hmm. awesome, yeah. well. I mean, you got anything else? I mean, I guess last last fun off topic question. Do you guys have any ghost stories? Oh, Whether it's here or like in your personal lives? 
Oh, here is definitely one. haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. We love hearing that. Oh, yeah. Always. It's for sure. Like, it's <laughs> creepy. I know. Every time I'm here alone at night, like, everybody else will go home and I'm terrified. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, not like, not really, but I'm like, okay, I need to go home soon. I know. <laughs> I just, a lot of times here, I'm just like, I do not feel alone. Like, yeah. I literally feel like I'm being watched all the time mm-hmm. and I hate it. No. Very rarely am I, I, when we first started, I was here alone a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. Nice. No, no. Like, that was before it was finished too, right? Yeah. So it was like even creepier. Oh my word. The upstairs I was, could not imagine before this stuff was here. People will like, like one time I had to come here, someone was staying up in our suites and like, it's on Airbnb too so they can book it on there. This yeah. was an Airbnb guest and she was like, I need you to come clear the scene. Like, I know there's someone up here with me. And I was like, no joke, got in the car in my pajamas, 12.30 night, drove here. I was like, Okay, let's go look. And there was nothing, but she was freaking out. She's like, please stay with me. I was like, no, that's so weird. You're fine, and there's no one up here. I just walked through the whole thing. And so, yeah, like, people tell me all the time, like, a guest told me a few weeks ago, like, some weird, she thinks she can read that stuff. And so she told me all about how there was a bunch, like, there's a bunch of kids here, she said. It's just, like, women and children. Of course. And um, she's like, because the kids love to play on the stairs, because you guys have a lot of stairs. Like, she's a reader, I guess, or something. And she was telling me how um, a mom came in and woke her up because she was, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was freaky. I was like, oh, my word, what in the world? At least it's not a bunch of guys hanging around there, I guess. Really? Well, let, yeah. let's get the Ouija board out. And uh, yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to ever in here. I don't really know anything about ghosts, but I mean, the only time I've ever, like, I was at a friend's house once, we went over to his house, it was during, uh, like, lockdown, and we heard, like, it it was, like, a five or six bedroom apartment, and we heard upstairs, like, walking, like, we literally heard walking, and he's like, dude, I hear it every night, like, somebody's here, and so we go try to open the door, and the door's locked, because it was one of his roommates' room, we locked the door, and I'm like, man, somebody's sleeping in there, like, somebody's going in and out the window, so we, like, walk upstairs, we're, like, kind of drunk, we walk upstairs with, like, knives, and we're like, what are we gonna do if there's somebody in there, so dramatic, and then finally we get the door open, there's nobody in there, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, it was just... Creaking. We I hear walking yeah. all the time. Yeah. But at this point, I'm just like, whatever. This building's like, if a ghost finds me, a ghost finds me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this building's old, so I hear creaking and I'll be here oh, alone. I hear yeah. creaking and I'm like, oh, nobody's here. It's just, it's just an old building. I know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I tell myself that and then other times I'm like, oh. <laughs> and the people who sold this to us told me so many stories. Like, oh, no. So many stories. She wears a white dress, so watch out. She's always around here. You see a white dress, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what in the world? They ha- they show me pictures where you can legitimately just see a white dress standing in, yeah. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, full-on pictures in the building. I'm like, okay, It's <laughs> getting a little cold down. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it always, like, a woman, like a bride? Like, I, I feel know. like dress yeah. or children. Well, that would I also know. make I, sense. Has this I always know. been a wedding venue? Because that would make sense. No, no. Like, Okay. No, this it used to be a barbershop, sh- and then a doctor's office was up there. There was so many yeah. um, retail store for a long time. Wasn't there a shoe factory? Yep, shoe? yep. This used to be an old shoe store. Yeah, there. and then it burned down, right? Yep. Yeah, and then we found, or they found, um, yeah. like, pairs of shoes, like, really, teeny, really old teeny, shoes. Teeny little pairs of shoes. In the wall. Like, they oh, found it we, in the wall. When we pulled them down, they were yeah. in the wall. Wow. And so they're sitting on our shelf. Yep. <laughs> oh, they're out there. <laughs> on display, you know. Yep. A little bit of back history. Whatever. Exactly. Good, no doubt. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, anybody else got any closing thoughts? 
now yeah, we're really glad so. you guys yeah, came out though. Yeah, thank cool. you. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah thanks, thanks for, for being us too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, well, um, Joey Hilton, Morgan Wagner, come check out the uh, the Trap House Speakeasy here in Clare, Michigan, and uh, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. All right, After Hours Nation, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to stay updated, you can check out our site at AfterHoursCast.com. Don't forget to tune in next Tuesday morning for our next episode. After Hours Nation, stay thirsty, my friends.